You're listening to Dime Stories, a podcast by the Kentucky Museum at WKU. For episode two of the Kentucky Museum's Dime Stories podcast, which explores the impact of arts in our community, especially the upcoming U.S. Bank Celebration of the Arts. I'm Tiffany Iselhart, Development Manager for the Museum. Today, we're talking with Leslie Nichols, whose work Remnants won the 2020 U.S. Bank Purchase Award. Leslie Nichols uses a variety of found and original text to create images. She is well known for her works created on manual typewriters, which are featured in Typewriter Art, a Modern Anthology by Barry Tillett, published by Lawrence King in 2014, and The Art of Typewriting by Ruth Sackner and Marvin Sackner, published by Thames and Hudson in 2015. Nichols has displayed works at venues including the Huntsville Museum of Art, the Carnegie Center for Visual and Performing Arts, and the Evansville Museum. Notable public collections that feature her work include the Sackner Archive of Concrete and Visual Poetry, Liquitext Artist Materials, Yale University, and the Library of Congress. Nichols earned a BFA in painting from Fontbonne University under the guidance of Victor Wang and Tim Liddy. She has a master's degree from Western Kentucky University focusing in gender and women's studies. She currently maintains her studio in Bowling Green, Kentucky, where she lives with her partner artist, Michael Nichols. Let's get started. What is your background as an artist? Well, my formal training began at the St. Louis Community College. Um, and that's one of the reasons I'm really um, inspired by my job at the community college here, because I have a real connection to that history. Um, and then I went to Fontbonne University in St. Louis. And at both of those schools, we focused on drawing the figure. So some of my favorite classes were anatomy and life-size figure drawing. Um, and then at Fontbonne, we really focused on traditional materials and processes. So that included um, learning painting techniques of masters like Van Eyck and Rubens and Titian. And then after school, I used that training in a lot of different ways. But one of the things that happened was is I, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment. One of those bedrooms was my studio, so I started painting in acrylics um, just for safety. And then my first real studio was on the riverfront in St. Louis. I got a grant from the Elizabeth Greenshields Foundation and just set up this wonderful studio and got involved with the art community there. So that kind of brought me to sort of some of the artwork I made now, but that's my background, sort of very traditional painting and drawing. Yeah. So, so now what kind of art are you creating and what kind of motivates you? Like, how did you transition into that? Because I know you do a, a whole lot of things around the community. I, you know, I do uh, most of my work, gosh, since probably about 2004 has included text. So I've always been an artist that has a sketchbook that has images and texts that are intertwined. And then a friend gave me a typewriter for a Christmas gift. And I started typing concrete poems where the image literally was created by words that describe the image. So these very simple images. And then it didn't take long before I started creating portraits and bringing in that background from drawing the figure. And then that's actually the longest series that I've had in my studio. So I do a lot of things, but the textual portrait series where I create portraits of contemporary women 
with historic texts that relate to their concerns as women um, mm -hmm. is something that I've been working on for a long, long time. And then my most recent show um, here in Bowling Green was at the Downing Museum, and that was called In Her Words. And that really, uh, yes. and, excuse me? Yeah, no, I I remember that show. That was that was amazing. Actually, I was I was blown away by it. Thank you. I'm happy you got to see it. Yeah, yeah. For that one, I was really, um, in terms of the motivation, I was really excited to feature local women and to kind mm -hmm. of create those connections with the local community, and mm -hmm. just make these um, sort of positive stories about women who are working to make impact in our community. So one of the, the, the really neat thing about that show was I went from creating these little nine by nine or 12 by 12 um, typewritten portraits to creating like six foot by four foot portraits that would really hold space and kind yeah. of um, have an impact with these women's stories. Yeah, so, so how do you find the text to include with their stories? Well, that, you know, for that show, it was really fun because I interviewed the women. So I actually was able to talk to them about their history and talk to them about the work they do. And then for the portraits, I combined words from that interview with words from stories that had some connection to their lives. So, for example, for Leda Becker, who's the International Communities Liaison for Bowling Green, some of the words were from the interview and then some of the words kind of spoke to her history as um, an immigrant and some as someone from um, sort of having a background from Venezuela um, and from Iran. So I was able to kind of have that background of her international experience in the portrait. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, so how, how has being in South Central Kentucky helped you develop your career here? I mean, you've done you've done a lot around the community. So it sounds like the the sense of place you get here as an artist is very important to your work too. Yeah, for me, really kind of connecting with the community is really important. Uh, I moved here in 2007, I think, at the end of 2007. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I was really just surprised and excited by was how active um, sort of the art community is here, both with the artists and the art collectors and the exhibitions. For such a small um, area, we really just have a lot of support and a lot of opportunities. So, um, you know, I've been involved with the world's greatest studio for a long time. I, when I first was first moved here, Floor Whitaker and Lynette Hagbloom invited me to join with them. So that was a way I was able to meet a lot of artists in the community. And then sort of regionally, we have some really wonderful programs like the Kentucky Foundation for Women and the Great Meadows Foundation. They both have supported my work and enabled me to kind of connect with the region and develop my work in my career, which has been really, really wonderful. Oh, that's great. So, so how do you prepare for exhibiting your work throughout the community? Well, you know, it's interesting. There's several different ways to go about preparing an exhibit or thinking about what you're going to show. Sometimes it starts with, you know, you've got a small series. Like right now, um, I have a series that I've been working on um, during the pandemic. And so I've been working on that work and then we'll kind of find a place to show that. And then other times we've got, a, you know, I show at um, the Mew Galleries in New Orleans. So I'll have a show lined up 
and then start making work and kind of imagining the show as I go rather than having the work created okay. before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you exhibit a lot at the U.S. Bank Art Show. Um, so what impact has participating in this, the U.S. Bank Celebration of the Arts had on you and your work? The U.S. Bank Show is an absolutely wonderful community event. It's really a truly a celebration of art in our area. And so a couple things. One, it's a wonderful way to meet new artists. So when I first mm-hmm. moved here, it was a great way to stay active and meet people, but also reconnect with friends. And one of the things that I really love about the U.S. Bank Show is that it has um, categories for amateurs and professionals. So mm-hmm. every time I meet young artists, um, like I was just talking to a young artist the other day, and she was like, well, I don't, I don't know what to do with my work. I made it, and now what do I do? It's like, hey, show it at the US Bank Show. And so it's such a wonderful opportunity for that, um, just as that community event to celebrate um, all the art that's being created. Oh, that's great. So um, finally, last year, yeah, your work, Remnants, won the Purchase Award and is now in our collection. So what, what impact does winning the Purchase Award have on you and, and what does it mean to you? That award is so, so exciting. Um, it has been a goal of mine since I moved here to win that award. Um, <laughs> Um, because of a couple things, like one, it's amazing to be a part of the permanent collection. Um, I know that that piece is going to be cared for by the museum, but also to be a permanent part of the history now. So like, okay, I am, I am a community member, you know, I'm not just an outsider that like my work has been collected and will be a part of that forever. And then, so the call comes out this year. And one of the things that all the artists know is that the the winner, the purchase price from last year is on the, the, the call for artists this year. So to see that come out in the last couple of weeks was really, really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were all really excited to, to add the work to it because it's just, Remnants was just so beautiful. And it just, it makes a great background for <laughs> our perspectives and pieces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're all really excited. So thank you so much for this. Um, this is really insightful. On, on what it's like to be an artist participating in the show because as, as a museum professional you know we see one side but you see such a different side of it um so thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for the work that you all do to support art um, in our community special thanks to leslie nichols for the wonderful interview with us and congratulations again on her 2020 u.s bank purchase award Stay tuned next week for our interview with another U.S. Bank Purchase Award winner, Yvonne Petkus. Thank you, and have a great day.